Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at whether it matters what time of day you eat the majority of your food. And if that's something that interests you, you should check out last week's podcast. I do want to add a little disclaimer there. If you decide to change the time of day you eat the bulk of your calories, that means you need to, if you increase the calories you eat at one meal, you need to decrease the calories you eat at a different meal. That doesn't just mean to eat more at one meal because that just increases your daily calorie intake. Just thought I'd throw that out there. This week on our Why Do I Keep Wrecking My Own Diet series is could it just be that you are not getting enough sleep. The average adult needs about five full sleep cycles. Now a sleep cycle is about 90 minutes or an hour and a half. So the average adult needs about seven and a half hours of sleep. 32.6% of working adults reported sleeping less than six hours a night. So you're missing a full sleep cycle there. And 35% of all adults reported sleeping less than seven hours per night. Now, and that's just including the time that they were in bed and somewhat asleep. That doesn't include the amount of sleep interruptions that we get from various sources, but especially from our ever-present cellular devices that keep dinging and pinging and making noise and um, flashing lights and stuff that wake us up during the night that causes us to have less quality sleep, which really restarts the sleep cycles, which can knock you way down on the amount of sleep. And I've been doing a little little bit of research on sleep deprivation, so expect a couple of uh, episodes on sleep deprivation coming soon. But what difference does it make? I mean, you're a little tired when you wake up, you can have an extra cup of coffee, you get going, you make it through the day. What difference could it possibly make? Well, epidemiological studies, and that's where they just look at the whole population and make generalizations, they found that people who get less than seven and a half hours of sleep are more predisposed to being overweight. Okay, well, that's an interesting fact, but why? And, you know, people just kind of assumed it, that that was a, a statement they could be related, maybe not, but nobody really thought too much about it. In August of 2013, in Nature Communications, they did a brain study. Now, they took people, they gave them equal amounts of food, so they weren't hungrier at different times of the study, and they let them have a full eight-hour sleep. They woke them up, they hooked them up to all these brain sensors, and they did brain scans, and they showed them and let them smell different kinds of food and saw how they reacted to it. Then they took the same people, gave them the same amount of food so that they were no more or no less hungry. They sleep deprived them and did the exact same study. And what they found was the part of the brain that says, nah, I'm good. I'm full. I don't really need anything to eat was very, very diminished. And the part of the food, the brain that goes, woohoo, more food was very excited. Now, Obviously, if the part of your brain that says, hey, I'm full, I don't need any more food, was working fine, even if the part of the brain that says that you like food goes, woohoo, more food, then you'd be like, nah, I'm good. Conversely, if the one that says you're full 
is um, work is not working fine, but the one that says you know, woohoo, more food is downregulated, then you might be a little hungry, but it's just not worth it to go out and get something to eat. However, if they're working the way that this study says they were from lack of sleep, then you're obviously going to be excited about the food and want to overeat. One other thing they found was that ghrelin, and ghrelin is the hunger hormone, was stimulated. So you had more hunger hormone to add to this. Also, a 2005 Essentials of Psychopharmacology study found that leptin, and leptin is the hormone that says, nah, I'm full, was dramatically reduced. The 2013 study found that the part of the brain that likes food was most turned on by foods that had a very high calorie count. The 2005 study, going back between these two, found that high-protein foods were not increased in your appetite, but the appetite for sugar and fat, i.e. the high-calorie foods, went way up. Now, a hypothesis of an explanation for this is, you know, in addition to all this, the amount of stress hormone goes up whenever you're lacking sleep. So they kind of believe that your brain thinks, wow, this person is stressed. They're not able to sleep, which means something must be going on. And it's probably something that is hazardous to them. They're in danger. They're going to need more calories. They're going to need more food. So the brain starts craving high calorie food to make up for it. So how does this play out in real life? In 2010, the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition studied men and found out that after just four hours of sleep deprivation, they gave one group, they gave the group eight hours of sleep, saw how much they ate, then they gave the group only four hours sleep and saw how much they ate, and they found out they ate about 22% more, or about 500 calories. That would normally equal about one pound a week. However, they also found out that these same people had a dramatically reduced calorie expenditure because of activity during the day. So that makes that pound a week up to maybe even a pound and a half a week just by losing a little bit of sleep each night. Now, the last study, I found this one to be particularly um, fascinating or whatever. 2016 from the Sleep Research Society, a lack of sleep increases the amount of 2AG. Now, I had no idea what 2-AG was. I look it up, and it's part of your endocannabinoid system. Now, if you think of endocannabinoid, cannabinoid sounds like cannabis, cannabis being marijuana. What they have found is that in your body, you have a couple of naturally occurring compounds that are very that act very much like some of the compounds in marijuana, the CBDs and the THCs. And this particular one helps to re regulate your hunger. So what happens is you get a spike in the 2-AG and it stimulates the hunger effect like THC. So you've heard of people having the munchies and this is not for or against uh, any type of product. I'm just saying that you've heard of people having the munchies. And what happens is because of sleep deprivation, you produce a chemical naturally in your body that acts the same way as the THC, just as far as making you have the munchies. And so they caused people to have sleep deprivation, and then they presented them with different 
palatable snacks, different ones um, ranging higher calorie, lower calorie. And what they found was that no matter the incentive that they gave the people, they were almost totally incapable of resisting the palatable snacks because of the increase of the 2AG or the fact that they just had the sleepy munchies. So what can we do? First thing is stop treating sleep as the least important thing you can do for your health. So many of us sacrifice sleep so we can get in that run in the morning or we sacrifice sleep so we can do whatever. And really, sleep is one of the most important things for your overall health. And for more information on it, you can go back and listen to episodes 14 and 15. It tells how sleep affects your body and how sleep affects your brain. And also gives you some uh, ideas on how to increase and improve your sleep. And like I said, there will be more episodes on sleep coming soon. So there we have one more reason that our diet, our best laid diet plans are getting derailed. So I hope that that helps you just a little bit more. And if you keep combining all of these things, maybe you can keep that on track and make your fitness journey just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.